Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. This is the Art Beauty Podcast, and I am your host, Amber Milt. Today, my fabulous guest is Mark Green. He is the founder of Camelotte. And you know what? I always say this. On this show, we are unbranded, unsponsored, unafraid to tell the real truth about the fake shit. But today, we're going to tell the real truth about some pretty wild shit. And you will understand what I mean in just a minute. Mark, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Amber. It's a pleasure to be here. So you are the founder of this company, Camelotte, and I want to get to that in a minute. But I get working in the beauty industry. I get a lot of pitches all the time from various people who want to come on the show. And when I heard that you had started a company based around camel milk, I was like, we gots to talk about that. Um, but before we do, uh, I, I understand right now you're in Israel. I am. I'm currently in Israel. This is uh, where we produce our products. Okay. So I'm here quite often uh, taking care of things. And, I mean, is it uh, easier? I, I've never been to Israel. Is it like easy? Are there a lot of camel farms there? Is that? Well, Israel is in the, you know, in the Middle East or in the yeah. center of the Middle East or uh, on the edge of it, we, whichever way you look at it. Um, so in general, yes. I mean, uh, historically, there are many camels here right. and camel farms. Uh, but in Israel itself and nowadays, it's a very modern state. Um, That's what I thought. Yeah. Not not really that many. So the, the, the big camel industry in the Middle East is really in the Gulf states. So Dubai, uh, the, the Emirates, they have um, gigantic camel farms. Um, right. They, they buy, but interestingly, they also use Israeli technology for milking and, and other things. Um, Interesting. But, okay. We're going to get into that. I, my, my girlfriends went to Dubai, um, I think it was last year, maybe two years ago. And I know they went on this whole camel adventure into the desert and said it was totally wild. I actually rode a camel twice at the Bronx Zoo, but I don't know <laughs> if that really counts. Um, and when I was sure, looking into it, I was surprised, like there's a difference between like the two hump camels and the one hump camels, actually different breeds. Which one did you uh, ride? Do you remember two or uh, one hump? I, I'm trying, it was at the Bronx Zoo and they had this special, you know, I was eight years old. Um, <laughs> I, I believe that they were the two hump because I think that they had kind of this, not saddle, but like this square saddle maybe nestled between the two humps, but it, it could have just been a one hump. Okay, I'm guessing it it'll, it was a two hump. Uh, let me just tell you the difference in yeah. 20 seconds. So the there are two types, two main types of camels. And one is called the bacterian camel, okay. not like bacteria, but you know, kind of similar, <laughs> bacterian camel. Uh, and that one is um, has the two humps and it lives mostly in Asia and in the colder regions. So they also have a lot of fur. Okay. And and the two humps. And then uh, the desert camel is called the dromedary camel. Okay. And the dromedary camel has one hump 
And there are a few other differences, but in general, both of them, um, a lot of, they're mostly the same animal and they are, um, they are related actually to llamas and to okay. alpacas. All right, llamas and alpacas are so in right now. So, I mean, I guess it's a great time for the camels to slide back into the scene. Right, very cool. Uh, well, no, I just wanted to tell you that uh, in the uh, last, last summer, well, this last summer was COVID. So the summer before that, um, we were visiting family in New Jersey and we rented an Airbnb and it was actually a kind of like a townhouse inside of a, or on, on the edge of a alpaca farm. Oh yeah. So we got to take pictures with alpacas and play with them. And it was, that was awesome. Can I tell you, I'm wearing little alpaca slippers that um, <laughs> are handmade by this woman on Etsy that I'm obsessed with. Alpaca is so soft. Oh my goodness. It is. It oh is. my goodness. So, okay. I, I, I guess, you know, part of what I love about being, um, you know, working in beauty is that there's always some new hot, crazy ingredient. Um, and I guess, you know, I, here in the States, I hadn't heard that much about camel milk products, but apparently it's it's really big in Australia, um, really big in Asia. Uh, clearly the Middle East camel milk is, is something that's been around for a while. And I actually heard that Cleopatra, they say used to bathe in camel milk. And so they say. <laughs> so they say. So why so, do you think it's taken so long to sort of come into the mainstream? I, You know, I think it's because um, because it's camel milk is itself is a it's a hard ingredient to come by even if you have a lot of camels because okay. it's not they're not like cows like a cow you can milk a cow all year long and they'll give like I don't know 40 liters a day now okay. the camel milk the camel cow will give milk only while it has a calf that is also feeding and then, unless and then, in normal circumstances, you it, for for the camel cow to give milk, it has to be in a good mood. It has to be happy, and it has and its its baby has to be next to it, and preferably even start the milking process, like start feeding, and then the camel will give you some milk, but only maybe like four liters up to seven. So wow. depending on the depending on the season, and so so yeah so that that's also why even where there are a lot of camels camel milk is much 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 more expensive than right. other types of milk and uh, harder to come by so that's one of the reasons now i'm just sorry you just blew my mind a little bit like how how long after they give birth and they have this calf can you actually have a camel that you can get milk from so the 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 calf will will after birth, we'll live with a mother in, if, you know, in the wild, we'll live with a mother for at least like really close to the mother for like, I think 13 to 18 months, something like that. Okay. And um, yeah, I don't know exactly how long they, uh, they feed, but I think the whole time, like probably the whole time. So in order for you to get cat, like camel milk, um, you know, to farm that, how long can a camel after giving birth? For, first of all, you have to get the camel through the birthing process. Well, I mean, we you know we we don't keep the camels, so we work with a, a family-owned camel farm. Got it. Okay. And they have, I think, in total, they have about you know twenty, maybe twenty-two animals or so, and most of them are female. That's right. usually the way it is. I think they have two males or something, and then you know about half of these females at the moment have have a have a calf 
So we'll also give milk. And I mean, it's, it, you know, it's, it's enough for us and it's enough for like some local consumption, but in general, um, that, yeah, it, in general, we work, we work and we get it fresh from, from the, from the camel farm. Sorry, I didn't mean to like go down this road, but it, but it's fascinating to me, right? I mean, I, you know, we go to the yeah. store, you get a gallon of milk. Um, and I don't think that I really think much of that. I had no idea how rare this was, um, so, okay, so maybe that's part of the reason why it hasn't been in the mainstream here in the States as much. Um, I, well, even though I think, I think you will see much more of it in the future. I mean, there's, there's, there's a trend to, to revive this ancient ingredient because it's, it just has so amazing properties, like, and not, not just for the skin, but also, you know, in general for health. Well, let's get into that a little bit. So what, what is it that is so special about camel milk that really you decided to create an entire company around it? Well, you know, with us, it was, we, 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 um, some years ago, I had just uh, closed a business after I had a, a burnout and I, I was going through, I just recovered from a burnout. I was, I, then I, I had the shingles and all these illnesses from all the stress that, that I was under. And um, we, so we ended up kind of moving to, to get a change of scenery and we moved to Israel. And um, I also, uh, from during that time, I also developed vitiligo, which maybe you can see it's, it's night here where I am. So you, in the day, daylight, it's easier to see, but there's like, it's like pigmentation. Uh, I lose the pigmentation in, in the skin. Um, so vitiligo, um, for those who don't know, it's, it's just, you know, it's just basically a cosmetic condition, but it's, it's, there is no cure for it. And it is, uh, it is, um, caused by stress, they say. Okay. And uh, this is, this is actually what Michael Jackson had, what made him sort of turn white. Right. And then, so he tried to mask that first with a glove sure. and then he had operations to make his whole body white. So you it wouldn't, you know, the contrast wouldn't, wouldn't seem so, but it's, it's really, I mean, it's, it's nothing that really, it's really just a cosmetic uh, problem, but you know, it, of course it can, it can go on your psychology as well. Um, yeah, but anyway, so, sure. so, so, I, you know, I was looking for, 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 at the beginning when I got this, I was looking for what can we do about it? And then I, you know, kind of learned that there's not much you can do, but I did spend a lot of time at the Dead Sea, which is um, very good people with eczema go there and with all kinds of, um, with psoriasis yeah. and, and to, to get that treated. And, and, and that's so because it's, it's, um, for the high, the very high salt content, correct? Yeah, this, yeah. This, right. The salt and the minerals there. Minerals. Uh, it's it's very it's very known for that, and they have a lot of therapies, and also the sun. It's not. Uh, it's the lowest point on Earth. It's like fourteen hundred feet below sea level. Mm. The Dead Sea. So it's it's hot year round, but you don't really get a sunburn, even though it's you know it's a uh, hundred degrees outside. Hey, sorry, I'm going to stop you there. If you're going to the Dead Sea, still wear your sunscreen because this is a beauty podcast and we can't advise you not to do it. <laughs> Didn't mean to throw you off your game. And Mark, seriously, thank you though um, for sharing your story with us. Uh, stress is, you know, we all know that stress, I mean, especially in this day and age, um, really can take a toll on the body, but thank you for being so candid with us about how it affected you. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's that, and that's the time that we had a friend that um, that actually gave us camel milk because he had a, he had a um, connection to a farm and he gave us camel milk. He said, drink this. It's so healthy. Drink like a glass a day. Okay. And we did that. 
And I mean, after a few days, you know, I was feeling much, 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 much better, much less stressed and, and like just, just more energetic all around. And so then we started researching into this, you know, what, why, why, what is it? Is it detoxifying? What, what is this camel milk? Why is it, why is it so good for you? And then we found out like all this research opened up. So there's a lot of research that started in, in, uh, in Israel by a professor who just recently passed away just uh, maybe a few months ago only uh, at a high age though. And he dedicated like the last four de decades of his life to, to studying camel milk. And he's the one that found out, and this was like in the, I think late seventies or early eighties, he had a patient um, or he had a mother that brought her autistic child that was always, you know, was, was having kind of fits and, and all these things and was really not doing good. And he gave the child camel milk and all of a sudden the child like miraculously like improved, improved, improved in, in all areas. And then they did a lot of research into it. And it actually, it's actually autism has something to do with, with, uh, I think inflammation from gluten and from other, um, from, 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 um, it's it's really it's it's a partly a nutritional thing that that creates some kind of um, compounds that that um, affect the brain. Um, I'm I'm not a scientist, so I'm not gonna I'm right. I'm not trying going to try to explain it. Uh, but right now, I mean, if you Google autism and camel milk, there are, uh, I mean, it, it's like a known treatment now. Um, wow. You know, I don't know how many of the studies are clinical, how many are anecdotal. Sure. Um, but um, this is like uh, it's some people swear by it and it's you know it's similar like like they say you know the keto diet is good for epilepsy and all that but then there's right. you know and then it just it works for maybe 80 percent of the people but because it doesn't work for everybody they're not you know they don't they don't still don't recommend it they still recommend just just um medicine and 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 drugs but right. well, that's, that's, that's an industry thing. That's that's an industry thing too um but i i have to ask you uh what what did that taste like, camel milk? Right. Um, so it, it, I'm going to say it doesn't taste all that different from cow milk. Um, okay. It, it tastes a little bit more salty. Mm-hmm. A little bit more salty. And also it, it has less fat. It, is, it only has like 2% fat, which you would think it probably had more. So is it like it, a little thinner? Like a little... Like a little a, it, yes. Huh. So I'm... I'm only going, huh, because um, I don't know. There's a there's a place here in, in the States called Bear Burger, and it is um, all organic meats, but it's different kind of meats. You know, so it's not your hamburger, but they've got bison and ostrich and um, so many different weird meats. And every time I go there and try something different, I have such a hard time because I think that my body wants it to be burger meat you know I want it mm -hmm. to be cow um so I was thinking about this I'm like would I try cow would I try this I mean of course I would but yeah I mean honestly I think if you had fresh cow milk that was just like very gently pasteurized and it's pretty fresh uh, you wouldn't taste much difference right okay. I mean I I make a shake with it and I put blueberries in it and some vanilla protein and it's it's awesome so how much how much how much camel milk now are you are you consuming? 
So I actually, I only consume camel milk while I'm in Israel. I just okay. buy fresh camel milk and I just have it here and it's just a treat. Otherwise I, I don't have it like all year round or anything. Okay. So um, how much, how much but, is it, is it there? I'm just curious on this. Like you go to so a store and do they just have it in, in the store packaged ready no, to go? You, no, you have to, you, you can only get it from a farm that is, has the, that is certified by the ministry of health to produce mm-hmm. drinkable milk because there's like, you know, there, there are like Bedouin tribes and they, they, they'll sell you camel milk that they milk, but they don't have like the hygiene standards and you, you're not, you know, it's, it's not a good idea. Um, but right. no, so, I, I, so the I official did see one, that. yeah. Yeah. You, In my you, research you basically have to order some... it from, the, you order it from the farm and they have like a little distribution system, but they don't, it's not available in the supermarket here. Got it. Okay. Um, it may, you know, in, in Dubai, it may be because they have a very big milk production. And I think that's, it's like a standard, uh, it's really part of their culture there. Um, right. So there, there's a lot more, especially in the last few years, it's, it's, they started producing chocolate and all kinds of things made with camel milk. Um, Fascinating. Yeah, no cosmetics though, because that's, then we're coming back to that because it's, I think it, there's a, because I think it's not so easy to, to effectively put it into skincare. Um, but we'll, so, we'll so talk let's about, talk about that. Yeah. Like how did you, so it's, how did you decide to go the, from, okay, I've tried this camel milk. I'm feeling better. I'm doing research yeah. and seeing you know what? that this I, is I a mean, really I, good ingredient. I don't want to take your, your, um, path away, but, but I think I just want to tell you like two, three more things about camel milk that it's being used for also, okay. because we talked about autism and it's just interesting to know that it also has insulin-like properties. So if you're a diabetic, you can actually use it and you can drink camel milk and it'll lower your insulin levels. Wow, okay. So, and it's the equivalent, I don't, I have it written down somewhere, I don't know what the, but there's equivalent to whatever the insulin amount is. Um, so it's, that's also uh, an interesting an interesting fact, but I, you know what, I'm sorry, let's-, let's um, No, don't apologize, it's all good. This is the way that this goes, we have conversations. Um, and, and yeah, and, and yes, we are a beauty podcast, but I'm always, I, I like to know the source of things and how people come to say, hey, maybe we should put this into skincare. So full disclosure, I've never tried your skincare. Um, I have never um, smelled it or felt it or anything. So I can't speak to that. I was fascinated by this ingredient that I was like, whoa, is this the newest, hottest thing? And then I looked and it was like, well, no, maybe it, it, this goes back, um, you know, centuries of people consuming in camel milk and maybe even Cleopatra. So how did you decide to then put it into skincare? Okay. Well, our research, um, so our research showed that it's also that people over the centuries, as you said, have really used it on their skin to treat skin conditions. So anything like psoriasis, eczema, today people use it for that. Um, it, again, maybe it's not you know an FDA recommendation or anything like that, but it's it's again it's anecdotal. But there's whole communities that that you know are swearing by it. Right. And so when when we found this out, we had one of our chi- children. We have three children, and our our second one. So our children were small when we were living in in, in Israel, and our second one he had extremely dry skin and i don't know how to explain it almost like if you if you like rubbed his skin like his arms or his belly it it felt almost as if he had goosebumps i mean it, it wasn't as sure. many as many yeah. uh but but it is that like keratosis like, polaris rough. like keratosis polaris can kind of feel like that 
Yeah, I don't know, but yes, and also okay. we didn't, we didn't, you know, we didn't have it, um, we didn't have it diagnosed, uh, but you know, but we did. We were in the pharmacy, we were here, and then we were researching, and then in the and we found out on the internet that somebody who had something similar with extra dry skin, they went, in, they were on a holiday in Egypt, and they went to a pharmacy, and in the pharmacy they sold them camel milk cream. And oh, they, okay. they swore by it and they say it worked wonders. And then we said, wait a minute, we have camel milk. Why don't we just put milk on him and see what happens? And we put milk every day a little bit. We, you know, it's kind of, it was a little too liquid. So we had to like, kind of um, like, we start trying to blend it and whatever. But so we, we basically put milk on the skin and it, and it helped. We saw it helped. And then we started researching all this. And then and we found out like everything that, that camel milk has been used for, for the skin. And then we're like, you know. We should do this, Mark. I'm going to stop you right there yeah. because I think before you get in trouble, we better introduce who the we is here because I introduced you in this podcast, founder of Camelotte, but there is actually another half of the founder, part of this we, who is. Right, my wife. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> we just oh, listen. I'm a wife too. So if I made it 30 minutes into a podcast and my husband hadn't mentioned me, I'd be like, uh huh, <laughs> uh huh, huh. Okay. So uh, well, thank thanks you for, for saving my book today. <laughs> <laughs> so you and your right. wife um, founded this company because you saw this worked on your on your son and. Well, we right, yeah. So we saw that camel milk helped our son. And then we said, well, you know, because we tried other things first and everything you try is like, it's so greasy or it's so, you know, anything that's, think think about creams for like diaper rash. Yeah. I, I don't know if you've ever used it. You don't want them on your fingers, you know, it's like yeah. you can't get that stuff off. Yeah. Or, you know, they, and they, you know, a lot of experts say like the best thing you could actually put on your body is Vaseline. But are you, right. do you want to wrap your whole body in Vaseline? No. You know, your clothes and everything. So we, we tried all kinds of things and there was nothing really that either helped or that was, you know, um, or that it was effective enough. And when we saw that the camel milk and we were, because we were already like enthusiasts about camel milk in general, um, then we started digging into this and we said, okay, well, you know, can, can there be cosmetics with camel milk? And then we saw that there are some labs in Israel that had experience with it. They were producing, uh, you know, mostly soaps but there's also there were also some that were starting you know trying to do skincare and cream and then we started researching and then we started work you know and we ended up working with the lab this took about i don't know took like two years for to have formulations and everything um to to until we finally said okay this is it and this really works and um but yeah so so we worked together with a lab in israel it's not our own lab right but uh they, we work very closely with them and uh, right, and then it's it, it's we now it's less than twelve months since we have our you know the final product in hand, and to, so, so let's all, talk about that. So how many how many SKUs are in your line, or is it just one product? All right, so we we developed uh, we 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 developed a bunch of products already, but we only have four SKUs on the market. Okay, and they're all just skincare, so body lotion, body butter a hand cream and a foot cream. Now, uh, the body butter um, is something, when you try that, and um, I'm sure you will, <laughs> uh, it, it's the lightest body butter you've ever used. So it's okay. It's it's almost it's almost more like a cream because the thing is with camel milk, the, what it, the effects it has on the skin is that um, 
is that the um, is that it gets absorbed very very quickly by the uh, by the first skin layer. Sure. And it and it, it transports all the all the other ingredients that are in the product are also transported into the skin with it. Right. So, it, and it's I mean, kind is of it, it's, is it like a high in lactic acid? Do you get some um, sort of uh, exfoliation properties it, from it as well? Exactly. It is it is high in lactic acids, but in lactic acid, but so which is you know which is one of the mild AHAs. Right. So you know and. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that exfoliates dead skin cells and 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 pumps and smoothens. Um, but it, it it's also it has the, the camel milk itself has a lot of uh, ingredients that, like you you mentioned earlier, that in the cosmetic industry there's always like new ingredients. Sure. Always like the newest thing, this. Then one year zinc, uh, jojoba oil, uh, what have you. Always new things. And the thing is, camel milk contains most of these like naturally in one ingredient. So right. for example, it, it has a lot of iron and zinc. So okay. those are minerals that are, you know, that are uh, essential for, for na healthy nails and it has zinc and magnesium, which is, you know, for acne and, and uh, good for acne. And it has a very high content of vitamin C. I think it's like six, seven, eight times the, the, the vitamin I mean, C content of, of cow milk. And the thing is the vitamin C is, it's very, and I know you talked about vitamin C in one of your recent episodes. Just recently, I talk about vitamin C all the time because it's one of the things, it's like one of the four ingredients, one of the four things that I feel like every skincare routine has to have. There's a lot I of agree. nice things to add, but vitamin C is like a really key component, the antioxidants protecting your skin. So this is great. Do you, do you Plus feel like- Plus it produces collagens, you know. With yes. And do you feel like the vitamin C in this product is really kind of enough beneficial to like help the skin? Yes, it's it's yeah. a very high content on vitamin C. Okay. And now I don't I you know I don't know how what how it's when it's, if you do a study what it how it would compare to a chemically produced. Sure, uh, fair. I don't know. But I this is know, nice because it's, it's a natural ingredient. So in yeah, in your products, are there other? Are there other ingredients? I feel like there's such a push now to, you know, clean, which is we know is not very defined, but clean ingredients, um, you know, and going more natural. Can you tell us like about what some of the other ingredients are within these formulations? Right. I can certainly tell you that. Um, uh, just to, um, but j just, just to finish, because there's, there's, camel milk has more ingredients. Camel milk okay. has omega fats. Okay. Camel milk has natural lanolin in it. Okay. So if you use like a, a normal lanolin product on your skin, it, it's similar to like what happens with argan oil. It's good for the skin, but if you do too much, it just saturates the skin, the pores. Sure. And it, it just doesn't go through. And so, it, so the, the lanolin in, in camel milk, it, it's not a very high amount, but there's, you know, but it has the effect. Um, but okay. Um, all right, let's so our products, our formulations, we we so we believe that whatever you um whatever you put on your body basically or whatever you put on your skin goes into your body. Absolutely. Same as if you would ingest it. So um everything ends up in the bloodstream and all you know toxins, environmental uh environmental um 
So is yours formulated without all the bad stuff, without the sulfates, without the parabens, right. without all that? Right. Ours, we have, exactly. Ours, our products are completely natural. We only combine with other um, essential oils. Okay. Wow. So this is, one. Um, is, it's like almost 100% camel milk and then essential oils. Okay. You know how most, um, most product, most cosmetic products, whether it be um, cleansing products like shampoos and and uh, and shower gels, or um, skincare products, most of them actually have a very large quantity of water. Yes, they're based. They're basically the based first on water. ingredient on many. Yes, exactly. So, and what we did is we replaced uh, a big part of that water with camel milk. Great. So Do you have any of the products there with you? Sorry. Do you have any? If you pause, yeah. I'll get them because I, I, there's a It's fine. It's fine. No, 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 no. It's fine. Um, it's fine. I was just kind of wondering like what the consistency is like. Um, but you said the body butters is, is like lighter than a butter, almost like yeah. a cream like. And yeah. then you've got um, hand and feet covered and then face cream? Uh, no, uh, no, no, a body lotion. A body lotion. Body lotion. Which, that is yeah. And they're, they're, they they differ mainly in, in the extra essential oils, the additional essential right. oils that we add. But, but basically our formulations is that we, that if you, that our products have more camel milk than water in them or right. about the same amount. So okay. we're talking about, you know, uh, around 30%, depending on which, which product. So, so for people, you know, we do have audience worldwide. Where do people get these products? Okay, these products um, right now because we're relatively new on the market. Sure. So in the U in the U.S. we have a website, and it's called camelate.com, which is and it's, uh, yeah. It's spe it's spelled with a double M, a double L, and a double T. So that's right. C A M M E L L A T T E. Camel right. Camelate. Double M, double L, double T. I hope that great. works. Dot, dot, that's com. great. <laughs> And, and then um, worldwide, can they get them that way too? Just, and we just released on Amazon. We just launched, we just listed the products on Amazon. So you can find them there. Mazel, uh, it's, that's it's so great. Wonderful. I mean, once um, you get on Amazon, I feel like, that, you know, you're everywhere. Well, you know, you can't get around Amazon. You kind of have to work with them. No. Um, but uh, yeah, so, and you know, the but you will see like our products is... You, because of the camel milk, you notice the difference immediately when 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 you put them like because it's something like your skin just that's kind of what your skin we actually call our products like skin loving body lotion skin loving body butter it's because because you know you feel like the skin loves it it's like I'm and, amazed I congratulations on that I mean I I love that you can see that there's clearly such passion behind these products um, and and thank you for coming on to inform us all about you know, this, this ingredient that might, you know, I want to say to a lot of people, this might be very much part of your culture. Um, for me personally, um, other than the two camel rides I got to take up, you know, at the Bronx Zoo, um, I, you know, I didn't really know yeah. much about this. And then the more research I did, I saw that it was really so much more nutritious than a lot of cow milk. Um, and, and again, if it was good enough yeah. for Cleopatra, I'd say it's good enough for all of us, isn't it? Yeah. You know, um, uh, you know that camel milk also uh, contains lactoferrin, and there would there was just a it's it's like twenty five to thirty times as much lactoferrin as cow milk. What's and lactoferrin? It, 
it's a it's like a protein that that has antiviral, antimicrobial, anti-inflammatory, antifungal properties. Mm. And so it's especially good like in our foot cream or in the hand cream and it actually protects you. And there was just a study released like a month ago in Taiwan where they tested where they showed that lactoferrin is effective against COVID-19. Okay. Well, then you so, my friend of course have I can't come into the market at the right time. I can't make a claim that you know you use that uh, and it it protects you from viruses, um, but camel milk is definitely has antiviral agents, and um, so that that's a fact. So if you're using a lot of hand sanitizer, it makes sense to um, uh, you know to moisturize afterwards anyway. And follow up with the camel milk moisturizer will just give you maybe a little bit more bang for your buck. I do want to say this though because we do keep it real, and then I have to kind of start to wrap things up. I, because my audience is smart and will say, well, um, camel milk is also, you know, for a while it was like mares was a big problem, right? So the um, Middle Eastern respiratory, which is similar to SARS, um, is actually transmitted through camel milk. However, not if it's pasteurized, correct? Correct. So all of your, and all of your products, you know, just if we're going to make claims, how good it is antibacterial. I just want to be straight up with people that also, um, that all of your products are with pasteurized. And I think even yes, if it's it uses pasteurized, pasteurized, pasteurized camel milk, but it's pasteurized right. at a, at a low temperature. Like, okay. So kind of, it's, we call it, we say it's gently pasteurized, but it, it has like an exact temperature point, which is kind of like the lab secret, what that temperature exactly is. But yes, of course. And like you said, it passes the health ministry so that we can feel good about putting this on our bodies. Mark, thank you so much for coming on today and to just giving us so much information um, and totally nerding out with me on all (laughs) things camel. Uh, I I wish you the best of luck with this. And, um, you know, I definitely, I can't wait to try this product. Thank you very much, Amber. And I can't wait to get your feedback. Okay, and again, uh, if you want this product, you can go to camelatte.com. That's two M's, two L's, two E, two T's. C-A-M-M-E-L-L-A-T-T-E, like my favorite drink, um, <laughs> dot com. Uh, you can find it on Amazon. And of course, if you've got any questions that you want us to ask or follow up on, you can always reach out to me on um you can find us on Facebook, on Instagram at Art Beauty Podcast, or you can email me hello at Art Beauty Podcast. And as always, we will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.